Let's start with the basics of polyamory. The biggest aspect of polyamory is communication. Communicate, communicate, communicate. Uh, technically, you should be doing that in every relationship, but in polyamory, this is extremely important because you have to communicate. If you are okay with knowing who your partner's partners are, then you have to communicate. Oh, me and so-and-so are going on a date on Saturday night. You know, I, we didn't have plans. Is this going to work? And then of course, nine times out of 10, the other partner's like, oh yeah, that, that's perfectly fine. Thank you for letting me know. That way you can be completely honest about it. They know you're going out with somebody. They know all about it. And if a problem arises where your one of your partners isn't giving you the attention you need, you can express that. You can be like, hey, I feel that you are paying more attention to your other partner than you are for me. Uh, I would like more time. And then with that communication, you know, you can go, oh, well, I didn't know I was spending more time with the other person. Of course, I can make extra time for you. That's where the communication comes into play. It's going to help the relationship instead of hinder. And then like most people, they let it sit and fester. You know, oh, she's going out, and, you know, for three times this week and she's only seen me for 10 minutes a day and I need a little more time. Communication opens up a whole nother level. It's not only better for the relationship, it's, it's a little more intimate. You're not just lovers, you're friends at that point, which makes everything perfect. In my current, uh, polyamorous relationship, I only have one partner currently, but we talk about everything. You know, if he has a date set up, he tells me if he needs my advice, first thing he'll do is say, Hey, I need my best friend. And that's when it's like a switch. And then he tells me his problem and I give the best advice I could as a friend. And then after the conversation, I can express myself as the girlfriend or the partner and explain what I'm feeling in a different way. Now, most of the time when I go the best friend route, everything's understood. It's easier for me to break it down as a friend than as the romantic partner. And it helps. Now, I'm not saying that's going to work for everybody, but it, for me, it's exceptionally well. I, the last time I had a full other relationship, um, the other partner lived, we all three lived together. Um, my two partners had nothing to do with each other other than friendship and it worked with the communication. Now, once communication goes bad, that's when you have a huge problem. Uh, and then that's also when there can be cheating, lying, all of that, which I can get into in, in another episode. But today is mainly about the communication because I cannot express enough that communication goes a long way. Now I have had people tell me that communication doesn't fix anything. Well, it's not going to fix anything if you're not willing to communicate. If you 
get defensive every time somebody wants to talk to you about a problem they have with you or a situation, then of course it's not going to fix anything. You're not willing to listen. If you can't validate that somebody else has opinions of their own or they're hurting, if you can't validate those feelings, then it's not going to work. I mean, how do you... How do you expect anyone to validate your own feelings if you're not going to validate theirs? Does that mean you have to agree with everything? No, you're not going to. I don't agree with everything my partner does or says, but I express that. I express this is what I don't like. You know, I, and we get down to the bottom of it. Now, Most of the time we can agree to disagree and we move on, but that's where the communication comes into play. If you're willing to communicate, you can go far. You can go so far in any kind of a relationship, whether it's a friendship, um, a family, anything, as long as you've got that communication open and all, all available parties are willing to communicate. And that doesn't mean argue because that's not communicating at that point. You're letting your emotions run wild. If you have to take a break to breathe during communication, do it, do it. Be like, I need a minute. Let me breathe. Let me collect myself and then go right back into the, you know, talking. If all you're doing is arguing, you need to end the conversation right then and there. Walk away or talk about something else. Get you know, get yourself centered because an argument isn't going to fix anything either. And in the end, it really is about validation. You know, if your partner or partners are upset, listen to them. Actually listen. Don't say you've listened and you only pick out the parts you want to hear, but actually listen, you know, involve yourself in it instead of, "Uh uh-huh, yes, Ask questions. You know, why do you feel this way? Do you think something happened that makes you feel this way? Let's figure out what's going on. And it can be amazing. I mean, communicate until you feel you can't communicate anymore. I know it sounds awful because not everyone's up for talking, but it's perfect. It fits And it's the best way to be able to communicate is just keep talking till you can't talk anymore. Till you're so tired of talking, you just want to do something else. And if you can't find a resolution to whatever problem was there, you know, put it off to the side. Communicate again later when your head is straight, when you can talk again, because sometimes talking isn't going to work. You know, uh, there are actions that need to be done. Like if a partner does cheat on you, you have to decide is talking this over with them and finding out why they did it. Is that going to change your mind on if you're going to stay with this person or leave them? Um, but in the end, it's really up to the communication, what you find out, and then decisions. Decision-making is a big part of the communication process because you can't just ghost somebody. Oh, I don't like so-and-so for what they did with their last partner. I'm just not going to talk to them anymore. Ghosting isn't going to fix anything. In fact, you're causing and creating more problems for somebody else. Yeah, I get it. It's not you 
It's not yourself that's dealing with these problems, but it could come back on you. I mean, everyone's so big on treat me how you want to be treated, but we've resorted to hurting people because we've been hurt. It shouldn't be that way. Treat everyone how you would want to be treated, not how they have treated you. You know, if, if you want to be treated with respect, give respect. If you want to be in a loving relationship, be loving yourself. If something's missing, talk about it. Be like, Hey, I feel this is missing out of my life. Let's do this. I know I've communicated in this podcast about communication so much that my head is reeling, (laughs) but it's all about the communication. And that is the biggest part of what we need to do and how polyamory works. It's almost like the glue. Yes, the love is the biggest part of it, but I think communication is the glue that holds everything together.